0: Well, it's Thursday afternoon, and we're still watching votes come in on this super close race in Colorado Congressional District 3. Bobert is up as we're recording, and I'm here with Annalyn Winfrey, politics reporter for the Pueblo Chieftain. Annalyn, welcome to CityCast Denver. Thanks for having me. So, where are we right now with the Bobert Frisch race? So at the
1: moment, Bobert is up and she's leading by a couple hundred votes. After we saw first starting election night and continuing into Wednesday, Adam Frisch was in the lead and then his lead started, um, narrowing. So right now he's, uh, he's down with 49.87% of votes and, um, the difference is about 206 at the moment. It's about two o'clock on
0: Thursday. So Annalyn, what can you tell me about the votes that we're counting now? Because I'm thinking about the, the conversations or, or at least the, the message from the GOP for folks to vote in person versus the Dems, which have said, you know, mail in from the get go. What do we know about the votes that are being counted right now? So we know,
1: I've talked with the Pueblo County clerk, and I can only speak for Pueblo. I have not been in contact with anybody out on other, in other counties of the Western Slope. But um, right here in Pueblo, we know that almost all of the in-person ballots, there were about 2,600. Almost all of those have already been counted and uploaded. And a disproportionate amount of Republicans did vote. Uh, in person, so Republicans are about 24% of active voters here in Pueblo County, but uh, Republicans represented 38% of ballots cast in person. So, we did see the numbers. The numbers in those recent data dumps more or less favor Republicans, and there are some people hoping that there's about 5,000 more or less uh, ballots still to be counted. Most of those are mail ballots. Some folks are hoping now that those will help out fresh, but um,
0: I mean, it's so gosh darn close. Yeah, it sounds like it's kind of been changing almost every hour.
1: Yeah, and here's the thing. Zooming out a little bit, I've been thinking about this, how. We're all addicted to getting the news instantly. We want <laughs> yes. to know who won at 7.01 p.m. on Election Day. And elections just don't work like that. Elections have so many steps of verifying the signatures on ballots, of making sure that the voter intent is recorded correctly, that uh, it takes time. It takes time to process all the ballots. So, yeah, we're not going to have a clear idea of who who won
0: Probably not before the
1: end of the day. We might. I don't know. I do not have a crystal ball.
0: <laughs> no, but you're, you're on the ground... And I think what's really interesting is all of a sudden all eyes have turned to Pueblo, right? And I wonder, did you anticipate that or or how have have the last couple days been feeling for you as a reporter there? First of all, uh, heck no. Um,
1: (laughs) So, yeah, all of, I mean, I feel like everybody's eyes have kind of turned to Pueblo, especially after Mesa County reported a lot of results. Pueblo County is the biggest county in um, Colorado's third congressional district. And it's interesting because it's, it's kind of added on to the district, which is most of the Western Slope, to make sure that the, that the district is has balanced population. So culturally, Pueblo is very different from, say, Grand Junction or Macho's out on the Western Slope. But Pueblo is mattering a lot in this election, partly because of the largeness of the population of the county. And sure. um, yeah, and also, partially because uh, officials have taken a little bit more time to report results compared to other counties. And I'm told a lot of that, some of that has to do with um, they're slightly short staffed on election judges. They're paid $13 an hour and are often folks who are retired um, and older. But yeah, it's kind of like, well, what is what is going on? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, we're kind of seeing more pressure than Pueblo County maybe Maybe then Pueblo would um, experience otherwise based on what race we're looking at, and like you're saying, the election judge issue, stuff like that. Um, are, I believe, are you in the county clerk's office right now?
1: Yeah, I found a little hallway <laughs> where I'm just sitting here. Um, I'm able to sit in the actual room with the judges. They're sitting at a long table. And it's it's interesting because they work in bipartisan teams. So it's always a Republican with a Democrat or also, say, a Republican with an Independent or an Independent with a Democrat. But either way, a lot of times these are folks who may not agree with each other politically. But as they're doing this kind of rote work of processing these ballots a lot of times they're tearing off the tabs on the top of the ballot or opening actually opening the the envelopes after the signatures were verified they're chatting and they're having a blast like i overheard two ladies <laughs> chatting yesterday about um the best margarita in town you know what i mean like they're connecting on a human level when so much today people disagree Just, with each other and it's so toxic but here we are people of opposite political parties. They're not talking about politics. They're talking about the best Mexican food in Pueblo. You know
0: what I mean? <laughs> so I, I think what you're telling me is we have maybe there's some hope. If we can if Pueblos Pueblo's doing it at the polls, figuring it out at the clerk's office, maybe we could do that in the rest of the country. Well, and on that note, too, I mean, I feel
1: like there's a lot of folks, I mean, especially in right wing circles, who don't trust election systems and who don't think Good that point. it's right. I've spoken with a lot of folks who have had those beliefs, who after they sit down or they, they get a tour of the clerk's office or they hang out for an hour or two while ballots are counted or while an audit is going on, if you when, once you actually see that up close and personal and you can ask direct questions of the people who run elections, that's how you could change your mind. I mean, I've also seen a lot of folks just continue pressing and asking questions after I'm not kidding, like dozens of hours of chatting with election officials. So it depends. But you
0: see a little a little light there. Yeah. That's really that's really honestly, that's the nicest message I think we could hear right now, because we're in a tough place with these conversations. But back to the election itself. Are we in recount territory? Like you said, we may know by the end of the day. Do you know what what's next?
1: Yeah, so I, I haven't actually run the numbers myself and confirmed, but I'm pretty darn sure we're in recount territory. There's an automatic, under Colorado law, there's an automatic recount triggered if counts of votes are within 0.5% of each other. But the thing is, like like we saw with the recount that Secretary of State Republican candidate and uh, embattled Mesa County Clerk Tina Peters uh, paid for in um, over the summer, recounts usually don't change many votes. But like we are definitely in uh, actually I wouldn't say definitely we are very most likely in that (laughs) zone at the moment. But I just want to emphasize, too, these results are changing all the time and we have to be patient with the
0: process. I keep saying that all the time in my tweets because people (laughs) are always like you're doing a great job. And I have to say, I think you're now the source for a lot of us because you're you're a reporter in the place where this is happening and you've done such a great job of just relaying information as you get it
1: i appreciate that and uh as a member of the news media i guess i because of my job description i am kind of buying and i am an active part of the media industrial complex that constantly wants <laughs> new results which then you know boost my Twitter followers and our stats online, um, but people are hungry for information and people from, it's not just people in Pueblo, it's not just people in CD3, it's people all over the state. And at the, at this point, it's people all over the country. I've had friends from college who live in Florida and New York reach out to me like, hey, I just randomly,
0: I was looking for coverage and I randomly saw your tweet and I'm like, okay, Wow. <laughs> Here in Denver, I have to say we were shocked that Boebert didn't just cruise right to victory. What do you think that Denver, especially folks like me in the media, got wrong? So, by and large, I I mean,
1: here's the deal. Like, me personally, did I expect this election to be this close? No. Did I expect that, like, this would consume my waking hours (laughs) over the past 48 hours? No. But, I mean, here we are, and um, I think... I think a lot of folks underestimated Adam Fresh and the fundraising that he was doing and the travel that he was doing around the district as well. He, I feels like he was in Pueblo like every week, but I mean, Lauren Boebert also did some travel, but she was also going around the country campaigning with other right-wing candidates. So yeah, time
0: time will tell what happens. Yeah, but you're making a great point, though, is that I think the folks in Pueblo... We're seeing Adam Frisch in person. He was connecting with the voters and maybe Lauren Boebert was taking this um, race for granted and was just like, "Okay, I'm going to go out and do, you know, the national work, which a lot of Democrats and Republicans do for other candidates in other states. That's not an uncommon thing, but maybe it caught her as much by surprise as it caught a lot of us." <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, I I can't speak for the congresswoman and I I haven't been in touch with her staff. Um, I've just been so consumed with keeping up with what's going on in Pueblo County. I'm only one person. But yeah, it's,
0: we will see, we will see what happens. Sure. Do you have any idea of what might be next for the district, regardless of who ends up in this seat? Like, have you heard from voters in terms of what they're hoping for? Yeah, I mean,
1: I know a lot of folks care a lot about Water, because especially obviously the Western Slope constituency, because the, the vast majority of the water in Colorado comes from the western slope um, and people, people are concerned about stuff that other that everybody around the country has been worried about for the past six, 12, six to 12 months, inflation, cost of living, wages. There's also been a lot of discourse about domestic energy production here in Pueblo specifically. Um, the state's largest coal power plant is closing within about 10 years. So people are concerned about what that will mean for the job market here. And they secured it, they recently did a settlement so that we'll, we'll keep getting tax revenues. That's a whole, that's a whole other side thing. But, uh, <laughs> you know, energy,
0: water, gas, yeah. The reason I ask is I think now more than ever, uh, folks who were not paying attention to what was going on in Congressional District 3 are now hyper paying attention to it. So I'm curious to see, regardless who ends up in the seat, what they focus on and then what that means for the next election.
1: Yeah. Um, and I feel like also just a lot of this election has been about Bobert herself Mm-hmm. And Bobert in her campaign rhetoric that I saw at events, at an event that she did in Pueblo and on Twitter, a lot of her rhetoric was indeed about like Nancy Pelosi. And then Adam Frisch ran in the primary and he continued to run in the general election on beating Bobert specifically. And then he also was emphasizing his quote unquote conservative businessman shtick and his uh, experience on Aspen City Council. So um, it's. I don't mean any offense to him by calling it a sh- like that. It's just kind of something that he played it's political. up. political. Sure. Yeah. Sure. It's, it's kind of a meta topic of of the election.
0: But uh, but yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, we appreciate so much all the work that you've been doing on the ground to get us information. Annalyn Winfrey from the Pueblo Chieftain. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much.